Bullshit is everywhere. Bullshit is rampant. absolutely no way that Hook isn't winning Wrestler of the Year, right? Hook? Yeah. Rookie <laughs> of the Year, maybe, but... Um... I mean, definitely rookie, but I, I think he... I, I think he's got a legit shot at Wrestler of the Year, frankly. <laughs> With the year Konosuke Takeshita's been happening? I don't know. <laughs> like... Mm. <laughs> he's not New Japan, I don't care. <laughs> yeah but not just in uh aew but in pwg and dpw like literally yeah. everywhere he goes he's like i'm gonna have a kick-ass match and you're gonna enjoy it <laughs> like mm, mm. at least that's where i would put my vote i'm not a ddt guy either uh but like takeshita has been killing it hmm yeah i mean i've i've seen some buzz about him in recent weeks but the thing that is in Hook's favor is that he wasn't doing this a year ago. The problem with also that all of Hook's matches are like really short. Hey, I don't mind that. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got time for long drawn out shit anymore. I just, <laughs> I just want these matches done and over with. Yeah, pretty sure Goldberg won a, a Pro Wrestler of the Year at one point, and. His matches didn't go longer than 30 seconds apiece. So fuck it, <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. Give it to There's Hook. also... Yeah. There's also a fair shake, depending on who you ask. Because a lot of people are saying, like, this has a potential and it's been causing some stir because of who it is. Mm. Dax Hardwood. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Just talking about Dax Hardwood? So, uh, Very they brought up how they're, how Hook is probably the rest of the year, and I'm like, not while Takeshita's around. Uh, and also, I just brought up how the fact that, you know, Dax Hardwood's name's also been thrown around a lot. Yeah, there's only one Hard- D in okay. Hardwood. I, I read it as yeah, Hardwood. That's the bit. I, I was doing a bit because that's what Cody calls him on RBR, yeah. which is wrong. <laughs> and, it has been, and it has been explained that it's wrong to him multiple times. <laughs> yeah. It's just Hardwood. I mean, you know, Freudian slips aside, Felipe, you, you like what yeah. you like, and I ain't going to shame you for that, because he's, he, he's I, a bear of a man. I do, think he deserves, I do think he deserves... Uh, he, he needs he recognition for sure. yeah, in some way, shape, or form. Harwood is having the the year of his fucking life, and it's a shame that he's injured at the moment. Um, and God knows how much more he could be doing if he didn't have the problem with his shoulder and his neck was all banged up after the Briscoes match and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. There's there, the more I think about it, there's a lot of people that are having great years. And almost exclusively not in WWE. <laughs> it would be incredible if somebody if somebody can go on a run in these last couple months with Triple H and like have a contender for uh, Wrestling of the Year right at the end. That'd be pretty it's, impressive. 
there's enough possibility with people that have like a decent enough resume that if they just went to turbo mode, they could like Cody's not coming back by the end of the year, but no, uh, theoretically he could have honestly potentially either Seth Rollins or Riddle can just like go into turbo mode mm-hmm. and I can do see it. it happening. Because they have had a solid enough beginning of the year. Yeah, I, I feel like there's a lot of fatigue with Seth Rollins. Like in the same way that Ziggler won or should have won at least Wrestler of the Year. That one year where he actually drew a great match out of Kane, and then hey, I'm picking up a mobile order. People just stopped giving a mm-hmm. shit about him because it was just it was fucking Dolph Ziggler, and I feel like yeah. the same energy is building uh, where it comes to uh, Seth Rollins now. Like people loved him, they thought he was great, he was having great matches, and now they're just fucking sick of him. Yeah. Um, so well, here's, here's what maybe. I have to say about Seth. Mm. To me, I think I'm tired. <sighs> One of the biggest things Triple H needs to fix here is there are too many fucking heels everywhere. Yes. And, and there's no likable baby faces. And I think, obviously, this is Vince's fault. There's nothing you can do about it because he was in charge at the time. But when Seth and Cody shook hands, if you could have walked away keeping Seth's face... Mm. And then you have him win the championship tonight at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. He'd be a fucking nuclear baby face on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think they're holding on to and it. They, and they fucked it up by keeping him healed. And yeah. then I think, cause, because then, even if he was still face, when Cody comes back, you have a, you have a built-in program for him. Mm. Like, whether, whether, whether Seth is face or heel at the time, it doesn't matter because they have that history and you know Cody wants that belt. Yeah, and Seth just has like there are so many there because um, if Seth wins the belt, which personally I think they need to just have one belt come off and not both of them, and just make it so that there's two champs. And yeah, you can keep the other one on Roman for now. Who cares? But they need to get one of those belts off of them and bring it back to Raw. But Seth then can then can have a feud with Riddle for the title. Uh, he could have a, a feud with Theory for the title. Like there's so many options for Raw if they did that. But I just... Turn Sami Zayn face again, for fuck's sake. Sami Zayn. Yes, 100%. Yeah. (laughs) That needs to be, like, business. That needs, as soon as SummerSlam is over, because I'm hoping he's just... He's like, you know what? There's, like, three more shows until SummerSlam. Let's just write it out, and then I'm going to start making some changes. I I think that needs to be number one on the dock. It needs to be... Make Sammy a face again. Yeah, yeah. like uh, it's what I'm wondering is if we're ever gonna go anywhere with this constant like once in a blue moon teeth of Nakamura and Roman. Oh, they I keep, hope like, so. Here, here's a here's like a little drop of it, and we're gonna ignore it for a month. Look, un- unfortunately, <laughs> like, I think the possibility because they keep teasing it is that they're, they're, we're going to end up with it being Clash at the Castle is going to be Reigns versus McIntyre. I think that's pretty much guaranteed now. I'm, yeah. I was hoping that McIntyre could somehow pull out the win, but why would they set up the Nakamura thing if then uh, while Roman has the title if it's not that they want to do a, a title match between the two of them at some point? So I've got a horrible feeling that the McIntyre is going to come up short. Or he could win on the night and then literally like the next Monday Night Raw, he drops it back to Roman again. I don't know, but... You know, keep Roman on SmackDown. Mm. And, and make two different titles. 
I say take take one of the belts, bring it back to Raw. I would say tonight, I would say start sowing discontent within the bloodline. Have the Street Profits beat the Usos. Mm. And then because of that situation, that could potentially lead to somehow Seth, um, because the Usos, if Roman yells at the Usos that he doesn't need their help. And then Seth basically is able to take one of the championships away from him. So now he's down one belt and now there's all this discontent. And then you could do Nakamura and have Nakamura win, or you could do a uh, clash at class at the castle and have McIntyre win who is on SmackDown. Mm. So you could just keep the belt on SmackDown and get it off of Roman and you can create a storyline. I just think like, the, the problem... I just want to see f- something fucking happen with this because nothing has happened for a goddamn year. Yeah. There's not been a single interesting thing that has happened with Roman Reigns. I think they just need to do one of two things and th- this could be their way of of splitting the titles back up again is basically to say look we either need to properly unite these titles in the way that they did back when when they had the beautiful undisputed title and then fucking throw it in the bin and and made the spinner instead because they were idiots. Um or they should say, look, we can't have both championships on the same guy, so we're going to force you to defend both of them separately until such time as you lose one. Um, and do you know what? In a funny way, if they wanted to turn Reigns' face, that could be a really cool way of doing it, by having him have to defend both titles individually constantly and being the work rate champion and people getting on his side because they're like, well, he's being dicked around here because he's really popular now. He's showing personality and people like him again. That's that's the thing. Like it's, it's so frustrating what Vince did with Roman because Roman came back and was legitimately interesting. Yeah. He is built as a heel. He should be a heel. This new character has been great for him. The problem is, he then put every belt on him and had him do nothing. And now, and and I don't know if Roman wants to be the work rate champ because it seems the rumor is that he doesn't even want to work these pay-per-views anymore. Yeah. Which is why he's now been branded as like a part-time guy. So like... Well, then they need to take them off of him then. And sooner rather than they need than to later. take it off of him. But, but I think, like, I like the idea of this version of Roman being a face because the old version sucked. But this character was fun and interesting and exciting. And even when he showed back up, there was like sparks of light. And you go, oh, this is like a new guy. Mm. So I think Roman has it in him if he's booked right. Like I'm hoping Triple H being in charge of creative can make Roman like actually interesting. But the problem is you can't do it with this current situation. I think he absolutely can. He absolutely can. He's done it before. He'll do it again. He's already said that it's going to be a group effort and Heyman potentially can get involved in booking. But look, we've got everyone that has like, has ever worked in the bag basically says it's not going to be an overnight thing. It's probably good. We're not going to see anything like major for like the next month or two. No, but you know what I love is the fact that, and and this was more than likely a panacea and we'll have to start the episode soon because otherwise we're not going to get to watch SummerSlam. But, Monday Night Raw, I watched it for the first time probably in six months to a year, right? I I don't know when I stopped watching it. I've been free as a bird ever since. It felt 
like a hundred percent better, two hundred percent better than I remembered it being. The way that it was constructed, the little things that they did, the way that they had the storyline with the Mysterios running through the whole night, the way that one yeah. thing bled into another bit, thing bled into another thing. They were testing out rivalries. They were testing out this person interacting with this person. See how the crowd goes with it. Maybe we can book this in the future. It felt like, and I hate to be the one to say this, it felt like. Attitude era. It felt like the good times when yeah, I really and, enjoyed Raw and SmackDown. And the good thing is because competition, the moment Triple H took over, like last, the the Shark Week uh, Fighter Fest week was kind of all right. Yeah. And then AW, like once Triple H said, oh yeah, l- check this out. And we had the whole like Ricky Starks, like 10 minutes of glory yeah. between him defeating Dan Housen, losing the hook, cutting an awesome promo, and then Hobbs turns heel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they're doing We're... shit and they're pushing yeah. each other to do shit. And I'm hoping that Triple H, but I, I don't want the mentality to go back to let's book everything the same way as we did back in the 90s and, and early 2000s. I want them to be able to do new stuff, but the template that they were following on Monday Night Raw. I liked, and I know there are reports saying, well, it's it's as it was written before Vince quit. But yeah, here's the point that I made about that on a couple of different places. Vince wasn't there to tear it up two hours before bell time, was he? And that's <laughs> the fucking difference. So, you and know. It's, and it's letting, it, it, having Triple H there to just take whatever Vince wrote and make it more interesting because yeah. like, um, like the story came out, the reason Raw starts, Raw opens, package ends, and it, it begins with Miz and uh, Logan Paul are already in the ring fighting each other, mm. right? And so already you're off to a more interesting start on Raw yes, than exactly. you usually are. Yeah. And then the story comes out, but the reason why is because Triple H is like, look, people don't like Logan Paul, and Logan <laughs> Paul is the face on our show. That's the reality <laughs> of the situation. So what I'll do is I'll have Logan Paul come out before the show starts. They'll get all the booing out of the way, and then we'll have this big action sequence to start, and no one's booing Logan Paul because it already happened. Problem is, they Jeez. booed him later. You take, you take what Vince gave, and, and you made it better by just changing yeah. the direction. Yeah, but like, they still booed him yeah. because he's really, still a heel, and they need yeah. to they need to pull a big show versus Mayweather and just flip the roles. Turn. Yeah, yeah, they really do. I mean, do. if the Champa online promo is any any indicator, oh my god, he's so fucking good. Yeah. Okay, we got to get the show. Yeah, let's get going. Okay.